Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Al, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday if you celebrate. I am so excited to be back today with another episode for you. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about creating this next level version of self and helping you to fully align to your next level self in 2023. So if you have been wanting to make big changes for so long, but you've really struggled to do so, then this episode is for you. Now, before I dive into today's topic, I do want to give a little astrological update as I know that many of you who listen love hearing the astrological forecast. So that's what I'm going to do to start this episode off. Now, if you're not sure what your sun sign is, your moon, your rising, and all of that good stuff, there is a great free website to get this information, which would be astroastro.com. Okay, you can also use Time Nomad if you have an iPhone. Now, the thing to remember is in order to have the most accurate rising sign, you need to know your exact time, location, and date of birth, okay? Those are the three things that you need for the most accurate reading of your natal chart. So before you grab your natal chart, just know that you do need your birth time, your location, and date of birth in order to pull up an accurate natal chart that gives you the right rising sign. And the rising sign is what I find to be very important because it can talk about, you know, where planets will be transiting within your natal chart and which houses they'll be transiting in. And that's what I talk about when I do my transit readings. So that information is really important. If you don't know your birth time, I believe that a lot of the birth certificates do have it. I know not all of them do, but that's how I got mine, a birth certificate, okay? And other than that, I think that it would really just be, I guess, guessing um, the best you can. I know there's other ways, but personally, I have always just done the birth certificate. And I also will say to try to avoid using CoStar. I know that app was really popular. I don't know if it still is, but personally, I find it to not be very accurate and can be a little bit misleading at times. So I don't recommend CoStar. That's just my opinion. But anyways, you guys, I am so sorry to tell you, but we are stepping into to a Mercury retrograde to start the year off. And I think, you know, when I think about retrogrades, what's interesting is starting off the new year with a Mercury retrograde. Because if you think about it, the new year is when we like to get disciplined with our goals and start, you know, new routines, start implementing habits to be this new version of self, creating this new reality and way of being. But with a Mercury retrograde, this can actually complicate things because usually if you start something new during Mercury retrograde, by the time the retrograde is over, you may have different thoughts and views on what you had just started. And there could be disruptions to whatever you started during the retrograde. So just keep that in mind. That's why, you know, you hear that it's best to start new relationships after Mercury retrograde is over. And because we have 
have this Mercury retrograde at the beginning of the year in the sign of Capricorn, my best suggestion would be to use this retrograde to research and plan for this new way of being that you are wanting to implement in 2023, but maybe hold off on taking action on that plan until after the retrograde is over because after the retrograde is over, you will hopefully have more clarity when it comes to your plan and the action that you need to take and the long-term fulfillment of whatever new action goal plan project, you know, that you want to start will be a lot more effective once the retrograde is over. And honestly, this retrograde is not too long. It's from December 29th to January 18th, okay? So don't panic. So when I talk in this podcast today about creating and planning to align with this next level of self, I think it's important to use this time to plan what this version of self looks like and feels like for you, and then wait until after the retrograde is over to take that action towards those new habits, goals, whatever else that help you align with this version of self. Now, like I did in my previous episode, I'm just gonna go quickly through each rising sign to let you know what your rising sign could possibly expect during this Mercury retrograde. So if you don't like this part or you wanna skip through, totally understand, Um, but I do find that this is really helpful for those who do enjoy these mini readings for each rising sign. So let's get to it. Starting with Aries risings. If you have an Aries rising, this Mercury retrograde is asking you to revisit your career goals. Get extremely focused on what it is you want when it comes to your career. You may find that maybe past co-workers reappear or you may find yourself revisiting an old career opportunity or goal. Be careful during this time because there could be miscommunications at work, especially with a boss or authority figures. This would not be an ideal time to start a new job, but rather get clear about how you may be holding yourself back in your career. You may revisit tasks at work that you started in the past but never got to finish. Use this time to really figure out what you want when it comes to your career. Once Mercury Retrograde is over, you will have more clarity about how to move forward with your career goals. For Taurus Risings, it's possible travel plans may not go according to plan. There could be delays and cancellations. This Mercury Retrograde is asking you to reflect and revisit your beliefs. You may start seeing life from a different perspective. It's possible that you reevaluate certain beliefs that you have and start seeing things from a different lens, perhaps even questioning your truths. You may also have this urge to revisit something that you once wanted to learn, or you may have the urge to revisit a place from the past. You could also be rethinking about if you want to go back to school or not. Use this time to really research what it is you are wanting to learn, and then ask yourself, what do I really believe? Where do I really want to go? What do I really want to learn? Then see how you feel after the retrograde is over. For Gemini Risings, you may be revisiting past intimate connections. People from the past could come back if there's still a lesson to be learned. Ask yourself, are you getting the same amount of energy back or are you putting your all into things with little reward? You may even be working on healing from past intimate connections or you may be reevaluating what you are investing your money and energy into. Anything you invested your money into in the past could come up now or past legal situations, not always, so don't be alarmed. This would not be an ideal time to take out loans or invest, but rather take the time to do research about where you are wanting to invest in the future. Reflect on how 
how you are giving and receiving your money and your energy. After the retrograde is over, you should have more clarity in this area of your life and you'll be able to then make wise investments. There's this strong need to just reflect and let go of old energy. For Cancer Risings, during this time, you may run into people from your past. There could be miscommunications within your relationships, so it's really important to think before you speak. You may find that words you have been holding back from sharing may come to the surface now. Things that you've wanted to say for a while are now being said. This would be an important time to think about your delivery to avoid any serious confrontations. This would not be an ideal time to sign any contracts, but rather use this time to reflect and do research. If you can't avoid contracts, I would just make sure to read thoroughly. During this retrograde, you are reflecting on your relationships and figuring out what relationships are worth your energy and which ones no longer align. It would be wise not to make any serious commitments during this time and to wait until the retrograde is over. Once the retrograde is over, you will have a lot more clarity and better understanding within your relationships. For Leo Risings, this is a beneficial time for you to get organized and focused on improving your daily routines. You may feel a bit sporadic at times. Your schedule may feel off. You may have the urge to declutter your space, especially at work. Try your best to add back some inspiration to your routines and to your work life. You may find that you are trying to find more of a work-life balance. Using this time to do research when it comes to health and wellness could also be beneficial. If you come across anything, you know, health related, this would be a good time to research and plan. Once the retrograde is over, you'll have more clarity about how to move forward. Really reflect on how you can improve your daily habits and your routines. Once the retrograde is over, it will be better timing to start taking the action towards these new plans, these new diets, all that good stuff. For Virgo Risings, this Mercury Retrograde is really asking you to check in to see where you have been holding yourself back creatively. Are you rejecting expressing a part of yourself? Connecting with your inner child would be healing at this time. You may be called to add more playfulness and spontaneity to your life, especially in your romantic relationship. You may even find that you run into people you used to date. Before starting any new relationships, I would use this time to really figure out what you truly want when it comes to a partner. Work on any self-worth wounds. After the retrograde is over, you will have more clarity to help you move forward. Doing things that get you to connect with your creativity is key at this time. Before starting any new creative projects though, maybe it's best to revisit an old creative project or see how you can improve any current creative projects that you started. And again, after the retrograde is over, you will have more clarity and you'll be able to initiate more creativity and creative projects moving forward. For Libra Risings, during this retrograde, you may find that you have this urge to redecorate or rearrange your room, your home. You may also connect with family from the past or reflect on past wounds that are connected to family. During this time, there could be a lot of reflecting on the past or learning something about your family. There could be miscommunications within family possibly reflecting on beliefs that you picked up during childhood that could be holding you back. It's also a good time to make peace with your past. You may also be revisiting the idea of wanting to move or buy a new home. Use this time to do research first. This would be a good time to declutter and let go of things that are just taking up space. After this retrograde, you will have more clarity on how to move forward with family, your home life, and your emotions. For Scorpio Risings, you may find that during this retrograde, your mind feels a little bit restless. 
You could have disruptions to your day-to-day commute. It would be a good time to do maybe car maintenance work, whether it's an oil change or something else. It's possible there's some sort of car trouble that comes up or technology issues, but not always, so don't be alarmed. It could just simply be that there's traffic that's, you know, frustrating you or you need to put air in your tires, you know what I mean? Make sure to clarify anything that you hear and to just be clear when you speak. There's also a chance of running into neighbors or family from the past, possibly communications or dealings with siblings, neighbors, or distant relatives, maybe miscommunications with siblings, neighbors, or distant relatives. You may also find yourself needing to do more errands than usual. When this retrograde is over, you will be able to have clearer communication, which is great. For Sagittarius Risings, this is asking you to reevaluate your finances and your financial goals. There could be unexpected bills or unexpected income. You may also be reevaluating what you value or where you place value. Make sure that you are spending your money wisely. That is key. You may also be reflecting on your self-worth, making sure that you are really valuing yourself. When it comes to big purchases, I would use this time to do your research before spending the money. This is also a great time to reflect on where you may be wasting your money. Are there any auto pay bills that you forgot about? Also work on your money mindset. For Capricorn Risings, during this retrograde, you are reevaluating your sense of self. Perhaps you want to switch up your look, change things up a little bit, but it's best to wait until after the retrograde is over before you make any drastic changes. If you decided to, you know, dye your hair a different color or cut it drastically during this time, you may find that you wish you didn't when the retrograde is over. Not always the case though. You may find yourself being really critical of yourself over your appearance during this time. You may also be realizing that you've been holding yourself back in some way. Now is the time to reflect on who you really want to be and where changes are needed in order to align with who you are wanting to be. Do the research, make the plan, and once the retrograde is over, you will have clarity to help you move forward and take action on that plan. For Aquarius Risings, this Mercury Retrograde is calling you inward. You are maybe doing a lot more of self-reflection. You may find that you are wanting moments of solitude more than usual. You may have intense dreams during this time that are subconsciously trying to tell you something. Paying attention to your dreams is so important at this time. You may have intuitive downloads that come through during meditation as well. Make sure to take care of yourself mentally and spiritually, connecting more with your spiritual side, allowing yourself to let go of limiting beliefs and outdated stories that you have told yourself for so long. You are working on creating a healthier mindset and after the retrograde is over, you will have clarity on how you can move forward. Lastly, Pisces Risings. You may run into old friends during this retrograde. You are being asked to reevaluate the friendships that you do have in your life. You may also be working on networking more or reflecting on a community that you are a part of, Some of you may be called to leave a community behind. Networking and socializing becomes a focus. Are you needing to step out of your comfort zone and network more in order to move a business goal forward? Get clear about your hopes and dreams and make a plan that will help you move that forward. After the retrograde is over, you will have clarity on how to move forward with your hopes and dreams, what friendships and communities are worth it for you, and how you can better network and connect with a community. All right, so now that you have your Mercury Retrograde messages, the last thing I wanted to mention is that starting off the new year, we also have the full moon in Cancer on January 6th. This is really asking us to release outdated beliefs that we may have learned from childhood. It's also asking us to reflect on how we are showing up and nurturing ourselves and others. Here are some reflective journal prompt questions for this full moon. One, 
Am I showing up for myself the best that I can? If not, where can I show myself more love, compassion, and nurturing energy? Two, are there any beliefs that I picked up during childhood that are holding me back? Three, have I been ignoring my emotions? These are all important things to reflect on during this time. You may even find yourself reflecting on those connections that you have to family. All right, so now that you have that astrological update, it's time to jump into the topic of today's episode. So if you're ready, let's get into it. next level self, what comes to your mind? What does that look and feel like to you? I think it's important to note that when you are trying to make big changes in your life and create a new reality, you have to show yourself compassion. There's so much personal growth and self-improvement content out there that we can easily get lost in this narrative that we're not good enough or that we need to work on fixing some part of us and that we aren't worthy until we have reached this new version of self. But that's simply not true. So before we really work on trying to align with the changes that we want to make and this new version of self, I think that it's important that we are showing the person who we are today in this moment, love and gratitude because we are worthy. And something that can hold a lot of us back from aligning with this new version of self is those self-worth struggles and believing that we're not worthy due to whatever habits that we currently have that make us, you know, feel unworthy. Whether it's sleeping in or having one extra cookie on a day that we promised ourselves that we wouldn't eat sweets at all. We are human and we are worthy regardless. So I think if you are really wanting to align with this next level version of self, you have to really acknowledge your worth and who you are right now in this present moment. But it is okay to want to improve and to strive to make changes that will benefit your future self. There is nothing wrong with that as long as you are remembering the value in who you are as a human. So Now let's talk about creating this vision, right? This next level self. When it comes to making changes and aligning with this new version of self, the key to making any change is awareness. Because how can you make a change if you're not aware that a change needs to be made? So how can you bring awareness to changes? This is when you have to really reflect and do a self check-in. Ask yourself, what feels out of alignment? One way to know if something isn't right for you is to check in on how something is making you feel. Like for example, you hang out with a friend, how do you feel after that interaction? Do you feel motivated? Do you feel happy? Are you relieved that you got to see them? Or do you feel unsafe, drained, overthinking the interaction? Are you glad that you got that over with? People who make you feel depleted and drained are most likely holding you back in some way, and there's most likely a lesson that is needed to be learned there. You can do the same method with every aspect of your life. What about your career? How does your career make you feel? 
because I know we have been fed this narrative that our career isn't supposed to be enjoyable. You know, it's work. But I don't necessarily agree with that. Why should you hate your job? My viewpoint when it comes to career has shifted so much. I used to think that if someone is in a position of authority, I need to walk on eggshells and just do what they say no matter what, never question their intentions. I used to put people of authority on a pedestal, just like we do to those who are famous, right? Because, you know, they're all well-known, so we put them on some sort of pedestal. But at the end of the day, they are just like you and me. They are human. They make mistakes. They don't have all the right answers. They get upset. They deal with emotions. But we are so quick to give them so much power and authority over us, the choices that we make, because of all this societal conditioning. Just because someone is in a more authoritative role than I am does not mean they are allowed to disrespect me. So it's really all about remembering your worth, your value, and seeing that within yourself so you know you don't have to settle just to please others. And that having a career that you find fulfilling and rewarding is possible. So really ask yourself, how do I feel in my relationships? How do I feel in career? How do I feel physically and health-wise? Where do I lack that motivation? What toxic cycles seem to continuously be repeating within my life? Really becoming aware of how you feel and becoming aware of those repetitive toxic cycles will then help you see exactly where the change is needing to be made. I encourage you to take out a piece of paper, okay, and write out your current self. Write out what your current self feels like in all areas of your life, what your current self believes to be true, what patterns your current self seems to be stuck in. Then, The next step is to create your next level self, the energy that you want to align with. How does this next level self feel? What beliefs does this next level self have? What relationships is this next level self attracting? What does career, home, family look and feel like for this next level self? Once you have these two realities written out, you can then spot the changes that need to be made. For example, if your current self is in a career that makes you feel like you have no time to dedicate to your friends or to your family, and your next level self has the work-life balance that you want, there's the change that you need to start working on, finding better work-life balance. If your current self believes you have to work really hard to make money, and your next level self is someone who is wanting to, you know, attract money effortlessly, there's the change you need to make a money mindset shift, and then allowing yourself to be open to receiving more money opportunities. You can't make changes unless you become aware of what changes need to be made. Now, once you become aware, here's the tricky part. Accountability. Taking accountability for the lack of change, owning the changes that need to be made that you have been avoiding, that's key because it's so easy to avoid those changes, isn't it? We procrastinate, we make all the excuses for why we haven't actually took action towards those changes we wish to see. So use this time now to take accountability. Write out the changes that you have been wanting to make and then write out why you have not been taking action. What limiting beliefs about making those changes have been holding you back? I'll give you an example from my own life. 
A change that I really have been wanting to make is actually getting ready because getting ready makes me feel more motivated and more inspired and I just am more productive. Now, the accountability aspect of this is recognizing the current story that I tell myself as to why I keep pushing this off. Well, I wake up feeling not motivated to want to get ready. I'm home all the time so no one sees me. And I fear that getting ready takes away from the time I spend doing other important tasks. So now that I've taken accountability for why I haven't taken the action to make this change, I can now reframe this story that I have been telling myself. And maybe it looks like this. Getting ready does not take away from the time I have to spend on other tasks. Properly managing my time and time blocking can help me make sure I am prioritizing all necessary tasks while also prioritizing my self-care and wellness. When I get ready, this also motivates me to be able to show up more creating video content. It's a win-win. And then to take this a step forward, ask yourself, what can I do to make this easier for me to achieve? And how can I inspire myself to make these necessary changes? So for me, I realized that I need to be able to see exactly what I need. So I actually bought this mini wardrobe, I guess. I don't know. I forget what it's called. A clothing rack, I guess. Um, It's not huge, but it's big enough for me to hang up the outfits that I want to wear for the next couple of days. That way, when I wake up, I see it. I see that my clothes are ready for me. It sparks my motivation to want to get dressed, want to get ready. I make sure that I have a clean and organized space to do my hair, to do my makeup, and this makes me more inspired to actually want to get ready. Maybe even adding a little ritual, like putting on some music that motivates and inspires me. When it comes to creating this new reality for yourself, it's really all about becoming aware of the changes that are needing to be made and then identifying the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from actually making the necessary changes. But we all have the potential to completely transform our lives and step into new energy. However, it does take a lot of owning our shit in order to get there. It's being truthful It's being honest with ourselves that will make a huge impact. And like I've said in many episodes, when you make changes, you have to start small. If you start big, you overwhelm yourself and that leads to burnout. So start small. Start with one habit change and then go from there. We have this need to want to completely transform every aspect of our life. But that's a process. It does not happen overnight and you can't do it all at once. So take it easy. Show yourself love. Show yourself compassion along the way and tap into the energy of who you want to be. If you want to feel more financially free, you can be that energy right now. Be more mindful of how you're reacting to unexpected bills. Act as if or feel as if you already are financially free. It's these little mindset tricks that have the power to attract, but you have to work on those limiting beliefs because that's ideally what is holding you back. Just like that quote, don't wait for everything to fall into place before you choose to be happy. Choose to be happy and then everything will fall into place. 
So that's my message for you today. And I know it was a quick one, but I really hope that it helped some of you in some way. And I do offer one-on-one coaching, one-on-one mentorship. If you're really struggling to make these changes and need a little bit more of a boost, check out my website for more details on that. E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S dot blog, B-L-O-G. Okay, and I'll leave the link in the show notes below as well. But I am sending you so much love and I am wishing you the happiest and healthiest of all new years. And I will see you guys in 2023.